What is going on, guys? It's CEO Cast. I'm your host, Raheem, and today I'm joined with Bearded Pilot, man like Ali. Yes, guys, how's everyone doing? Nice so, to meet you, bro. So, for the people who, nice to meet you too, by the way. Yeah, sorry. So, for the people who don't know who you are and haven't seen your Instagram, tell us what you're all about. Um, in a nutshell, so I'm 22 years old. Um, I'm from South London. I'm a private pilot and uh, I work in investments. So, yeah, that's me pretty much sum- summed up in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, and how old are you now? 22. I just turned 22 in September. So, um, still young. Um, yeah. So, you're killing it basically at 22 years old. <laughs> Oh, I appreciate that, man. How you know, did you become a pilot at 22? Do you know what? Um, it was it was always my dream to become a pilot since I was 11 years old. So I think it was just my dreams, um, you know, that I wanted to achieve that. Um, and I never gave up. I um, always believed and had faith. So it took me a little bit of time. It took me about two and a half years of constant dedication, hard work um, to get there. But yeah, got there in the end. Um, and here I am now. So yeah. Alhamdulillah, bro, I'm chilling. <laughs> so what, what about everything else and what, what else you do? So uh, I actually work with a uh, stocks investment company. Yeah. Um, and you actually own your own company as well? Yeah, I have, I have my two own businesses that I What's own. What's that? Plug that right now. <laughs> uh, GVP Lux. Yeah. And uh, do you know what? Here's a funny thing. When I when I launched my company, people pronounce the name wrong. People think it's GB Plux. It's actually not. It's GBP, which is UK pound sign. Basically. Exactly. And then Lux, which is luxury. So GBP Lux. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I got going on right now. And, um, yeah, I work alongside, uh, an investments company. Um, we actually have, um, some very big things coming out soon. Um, we got the world's first global e-bank coming out and, mm. uh, that's all I'm going to say. I mean, if you're interested, if anyone's interested, let me know. Um, we have some really good return on investments and I'll even take you flying, uh, for free after if you invest on the house, so, on the house for free, <laughs> I'll give you a nice flight to over London. It's a little bit dark right now, um, but yeah. Yeah, we'll make sure that we can see this office because we're on 16th floor in Ali's office right now. And when I tell you guys, it is mad. Like, I've literally, I can see, <laughs> where's the shard? Shard's right there, Gherkin's somewhere right there. This is mad. He's made it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It would have been better if we come here in the daytime, but yeah. yeah no, I'll nice. get some shots of you after anyway. I'll put it here Perfect. right now. Nice. But, okay, so where did this all start for you? Where did your journey begin? <sighs> Because like you said, you're 22, so you're still very young. You're, in fact, you're my age, so. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, you're 22? I'm 22, yeah. Mashallah, bro, man. Um, so yeah, in terms of my journey, um, I would say, bro, I probably started out when I was 16. Obviously, the initial dreams and, you know, my goals were probably when I was 11 years old. But when I actually started working towards my goals, I would say that was around 16 years old. So um, funny thing is actually a lot of people think you have to be very smart to achieve certain goals in life or you have to be the best student in college uni yeah. uh, whatever it is you know you have to go this through this t- traditional you know life journey school college uni then get a job and then this and that you know yeah live in the real world and all that stuff that's what we're taught from young basically isn't exactly it? and and for me it was very different um for me the way i think the way i see it is that you know i had a goal um, I didn't know how I was going to achieve it, but I knew I was going to achieve it one way or another. Now, my specific plan may not have worked, mm. but life is very funny how it works. So it carved another way for me. And even though I didn't want to go through certain situations, for example, um, eventually it led me to where, where I wanted to get to ultimately. So, um, and obviously the journey you go through, you know, you learn a lot of lessons. 100%. Um, it may not be what you want, but at the end of the day, you have to trust that it will get you to where you want to get to. So for me, again, so I started off when I was 16. Um, 
I, I, well, when I was in high school, you know, I wasn't really focusing much. I was messing around, you know, hanging around with the wrong crowds. Um, I was smoking, uh, wasn't really paying too much attention to my health. Um, and, you know, just, you know, the things everyone goes through when they're young. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I pretty much scraped my GCSEs. I got six GCSEs. All of them were Cs. Um, I went to college. And the funny thing is, so I studied aviation in the first year of my college when I was 16, but I actually failed the course, even though I wanted to become a pilot, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I failed that year essentially because when I was at college, um, I was messing around with my friends. I wasn't focusing and I got kicked out twice. Um, and that obviously ultimately led me to failing um, my first year in college. Got kicked out, had to move to a different college. Um, and I studied business there for one year because I didn't know what else to do. They didn't offer aviation. So um, I studied business and I pretty much just scraped that too, literally just scraped a pass. And uh, yeah, I moved to a different college after that because that college was too far for me. And uh, eventually at this third college now, I stuck to two years. I just stuck to travel and tourism and I just sort of scraped my w way through that year, yeah. those two years. Um, so question so even though you went through them, them through years yeah to, for the college and all that stuff back in the head or even in the front did you know that that's what you want to do not what you want to do but like did you not see yourself thinking I shouldn't even do this because you know what when XYZ so yeah when when I went to college um, I, I hated it I'm not gonna lie I hated it I, I was pretty much late every day yeah um, I didn't really care likewise yeah, is that, bro, I didn't really care, honestly. And I just knew I wanted to become a pilot and I wanted to be a successful entrepreneur. I didn't know anything else. I'd, I I just went to college because my parents told me to go to college, you know, um, especially with, from Asian families, you know how it goes, you know, your parents want you to become a doctor, yeah, engineer, yeah. pilot. Obviously, you know, that's, you know, alhamdulillah for me, you know, that, that was one of my goals. But in terms of just being a successful entrepreneur, just, you know, so, you know, if you want to do something that you enjoy, right? Um, in an Asian family, it's not allowed. You know, you have to become a doctor. You have to become an engineer. You have to go to school, college, uni, get a job and, you know, the traditional sort of thing. So, um, you know, for me, I just did it mostly because of what people around me were saying, uh, friends, family, um, you know, you have to go to college or what are you going to do? And I, I think the educational system is so... Um, I wouldn't say it's corrupt, but it's it's very it's very old and it needs to be uh, renovated. Yeah, do you know right what? Word. There's one thing I'm like strong on, and I really think that some, something should change. And you probably can agree with me, is the fact that in school, I'm not going to say they teach useless stuff here, but they teach so much crap in some side, in yeah, some ways, and they don't teach you the financial basics of life. Like, as soon as you come out of college or whatever, you don't know how to handle your life because they don't teach you that. They'd rather teach you stuff about. Like history that yeah exactly that no one really cares about let's be realistic yeah exactly. i don't eat in history so i didn't care <laughs> yeah yeah i think i got f <laughs> but, but what i'm saying is they don't teach nothing like that they don't teach anything about the outside world and i think that they need to start putting that there in the curriculum exactly exactly and that's what's going to help a lot of people like the younger generation anyway find a way definitely especially nowadays you know because um in terms like i like i said i did aviation i did business traveling tourism but i didn't learn anything that i know now yeah in college everything that I've learned is actually by going out there in the world and actually doing things. It's just your life. And isn't exactly. It? And, you know, being around um, mentors and, and people who are actually successful. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I did business and I didn't understand anything of the course in college. I mean, I'm a businessman now. I have my own two businesses and I've learned so much more out actually doing things rather than being in college, you know, sitting down and just memorizing a piece of paper for an exam at the end of the year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, um, 
yeah, I think I think you know the education system needs to change a little bit. Um, but honestly, if if I knew what I knew now back then, I would have never gone to college. I would have just left school and I would have I would have just concentrated on running a business and you know start my pilot training. So, so what would you say to the person who's watching this right now, thinking I've just come out of college and I don't know what to do in my life? They haven't taught me nothing in school. They haven't taught me how to get a bank loan, all that stuff. What would you say to that sort of person? Hit me up. <laughs> no, straight no, plug. Just straight. No, um, all, all jokes aside, I think, honestly, if you're in that situation, the first thing I would say is look at what you actually want to do in life. Because here, here's one thing that I always hear young people saying or people who, you know, want to get into business. Um, you know, oh, I want, to, I want to own a business. I want to own a property. I want to become successful. But that is vague. You know, yeah. that is very vague. For me, success is being a pilot and owning, you know, an invest. well, I don't own the investment business, but I'm working alongside investment, um, uh, an investment firm. So for me, my success is obviously to become a pilot and an entrepreneur and what I do now. And I'm enjoying what I do now. For someone else, being successful could be, you know, for what, for example, what you're doing, CEO cast now, you know, you might have had a vision that you wanted to do like a podcast sort of set up like this interviewing, you know, yeah. um, people. And um, for you, that might be success. So I think the first step is, is that people need to identify what they actually want to do in life, whether they want to become a pilot, a bus driver, um, taxi driver, accountant, whatever they want to do, whatever they enjoy doing, like something that they don't feel is like a chore. Yeah. Um, and then you once you're passionate about it, exactly. And and once you find that passion, um, just go, go with it. Just, Full send, basically. Yeah, just go straight into it. Just yeah. 100 dedication. Um, just know that there's going to be bad days, um, good days, but you always have to have that mentality of you know, um, you can't give up. I mean, for example, me now. Th th I'm just going to tell you a personal story. Um, when I was doing my pilot training, so messed up my first two years of college realized how much time I'd wasted. Um, so in my last two years of college, I started pilot training. Um, I was doing deliveries uh, for restaurants, Amazon Flex, you know, here and there, just little jobs here and there, you know, just yeah. to save up a little bit of money whilst I'm in college. Um, and I was just doing my pilot training pretty much um, for two and a half years. It took me, it took me time. But the thing is, because I stayed dedicated to it, I still got there in the end. Now, in that two and a half years, I went through so much. Um, I mean, I went, I experienced racism. Uh, I, I was broke. I mean, I had minus five pounds in my bank account at one time. And I've got a screenshot of that on my phone as well. You know, um, I've got so many videos of me in my old car. Um, you know, I, I here's the funny thing, actually. The airfield I used to train out of, um, I personally think they were a little bit racist up there, maybe, potentially. Um, How so? Say again? How so? What makes you say that? Hey, so I, I would be there and, you know, I, I would get looks. And you know when you just get looks from people and you kind of know what they're thinking in their heads. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, me being a brown Muslim guy, a majority white airfield, you know, um, I, I would get looks. And I mean, I've seen those looks in the past. And for example, when I was in school, I went through a lot of racism there. I went to a majority white school. I remember I got called a suicide bomber in front of my teacher once in year eight and the teacher laughed and walked on. And that's a real story. Like, that's not even like, that's no cap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So no cap. What's no cap? No cap, bro. I don't know. What are all these new <laughs> slang words? Um, bro, I don't keep off of it. I can't bother. Cap. Well, cap is when you're telling the truth, innit? No cap. Yeah, yeah. No cap is when you're telling the truth. I'm pretty sure. No. Well, what, basically it's the true story, innit? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, 
I've, I've been through a lot of racism when I was in school. And obviously, once you experience certain racism, you know what to look out for. And you, you already know what people are thinking when they're looking at you at a certain yeah, type of way. So I, I had a little bit of problems up there when I was training. Um, I got temporarily banned for two weeks because they were investigating, you know, me taking pictures, even though aviation is my passion and I want to take pictures and videos of planes for my Instagram or my Snapchat. You know, they saw it as suspicious. And when another guy who is not brown is taking a picture, nothing happens Wait, to him. But suspicious to what though? I don't know. I don't, I, don't, bro, I don't know what they're thinking in their head. Maybe they think I'm trying to plot something or do you know what I mean? Like sending pictures to some caveman back in Afghanistan or do you, bro, wallah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah I, I experienced quite, um, you know, um, some racism as well. Um, but obviously, you know, with that as well, um, I experienced just things like, you know, um, the UK weather is just rubbish. So I had loads of cancellations for flights. You know, I would go up to the airport and my instructor would tell me the flight's cancelled. So, you know, instead of having a negative mindset and approach to it, you know, I'd just be like, okay, cool. Um, I'm here now. Let's see what else I can do. Let, let's read a book maybe. And, and you know, because obviously I have exams coming up as well for my, my pilot license. Let me just revise. Um, or if they need any help, let me help them out. So I did that pretty much. Um, and... Um, yeah, uh, two and a half years later, I finished college finally. Um, and just before I finished college, actually, and before I got my pilot license, about four months before, I had a jaw surgery. So I had an underbite. Mm. So I had and my lower jaws forward. It was in front of my top jaw, so my teeth weren't aligned. They cut my lower jaw, moved it back, and cut my top jaw, moved it forward. I had to... That was a setback as well, in a way. Um, nevertheless... Um, the doctors gave me a three-month recovery time. I recovered enough after a month to be able to stand up on my two feet again. And as soon as I was able to stand up on my two feet, even though I wasn't physically capable to, capable to, I still was just, you know, I need to achieve this goal. Like I was so dedicated because I, I was so close. to Like, you know, I, I'd done all my nine exams. I literally just had... Uh, one oral exam left and the actual flight test so I just wanted to get it like I was so pumped you know um, looking back you know two years I've done all this and now I'm finally at the end stage so um, yeah I just got back up and I just went to the airfield and I was just to, man. yeah I, and you know alhamdulillah I got my license in July and I finished college in July as well so four years of college and two and a half years of you know training as a private pilot um, it all paid off obviously going through racism operations uh you know whatever setbacks off now basically bro <laughs> <laughs> well like you know th there's a thing that people say um like obviously you know people want to flex on people nowadays and people want to become successful for whatever reasons and for me personally i don't i don't really care about flexing on people too much i just th there's a saying you should flex on people without even flexing yeah if that makes sense so i've always wanted to become a pilot or an entrepreneur since I was young. When I was young, I didn't I didn't know what flexing meant. I didn't yeah. I just wanted to do it because I love it. You shouldn't have to force yourself to start on Instagram yeah. just to please other people basically. It, exactly, you know? exactly. And I don't I don't have time to flex on people and, and to you know to go on Instagram and post a picture and be like, oh what's he gonna fit? I don't care. I yeah. really don't care. You know, obviously to other people, people might think I'm flexing because I get a lot of hate as well. You know, people call me a scammer, um, a fraudster, people think I'm arrogant, people think I'm this and that, and I was born to rich parents and this bro i don't care what people's opinions are at the end of the day you can have your opinion but all i know is that i'm chasing my dreams and my goals i mean obviously the people who did do me dirty in the past or wrong in the past they might be feeling some type of way i don't care yeah. <laughs> you know no, I mean? so then what about like when's the first time you got your hands into money or in, into business shall i say mm, business business so obviously business. you've been a pilot you come out of college now dealt with all of that 
Now, what's the first sort of thing you got your grips onto? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know if this counts, but when I was in school, I used to shot like chocolate bars and sweets in school for one pound each, one pound fifty each. Yeah. So I think that was my first sort of journey into entrepreneurialism. No, straight <laughs> that is. Yeah, back into school, you know, in the school playgrounds when you just, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, you could say then. Um, but I think properly the first time was uh, when I I was doing. Did you ever get caught doing that? Yeah. Bro, I remember one Couple times. one guy. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to John if he's watching this. Yeah, like. Bro, he got caught by teachers a couple of times and he had a whole bag full yeah. of sweets and all that stuff. Bro, bro the, my, the stress he was going through, was just <laughs> like someone took 20 grand off of him or something. I know, bro. And th- those days when you're in school, that's all you care about. Like, this, that's your bread and butter right there. You yeah. know what I mean? Bro, I, saw, I used to have a zip in my blazer and it, you could enter like the whole back blazer pocket, right? And I would just stash everything in there, bro. And I was just praying to God that the teacher doesn't catch me. So, um, yeah, th- those were fun times, man. Um, so, yeah, I would say probably when I was 15, 16 years old and year 10 year 9 year 11 mm. um but when i would say when i actually properly got into business was um so one of my dad's friends he actually owns a business he owns a dry cleaners and he owns his own dry cleaning business and when i was 17 yeah when i was 17 no okay so sorry let me just rewind a little bit my first so after leaving school my first proper job was at wh smith at gatwick airport i used to work there for four pound 84 an hour and i only worked there for seven months four pound 84 yeah how much i'll pay you bro i I, I managed to save up my first grand in seven months yeah but obviously i didn't know what i know now do you know what i mean so you know that, that's one thing, you know, if I could teach any of the young people today, you know, um, you don't need to go and work out for these. I mean, in the beginning, it's good to work and, and get experience. But, you know, I, I was getting bumped, essentially, you know, £4.84 an bro, hour. I thought me working for £6.50 my first job was bad. Bro, so you just said that? <laughs> yeah, that's like a whole two two pound down. So, yeah, it's, it's I did that for seven months. Um and uh, I hated it, bro. I, like, I hated it. I would go late. Pretty much the last two months that I was working there, I was just late every day. I just couldn't care less. Some days I just skipped. I would always just make an excuse and say, you know, oh, um, I got diarrhea or I'm just ill. I just, I just talk rubbish to my manager. Yeah, I, could, yeah. I just didn't like it, but I didn't enjoy it. And the only reason I actually went to get the job at the airport is because I wanted to become a pilot. So yeah. I, my, my, my thought process at the time when I was 16 was, you know, if I go to the airport, I'll get connections there. But it didn't work like yeah. that at all. I remember, um, I think it was in the last month that I was working at WH Smith, I pretty much, um, the the rule there was you're not allowed to have cash in your pockets, right? Because they think you might steal the cash or whatever. But even though they have cameras in the building, they can see. Um, but I had, I, I withdrew like a tenner on my lunch break to buy some stuff to eat, obviously, right? And I had about four pound in coins left. And I just put them in my pocket and um, I went back to work. And um, my manager comes through now and they they do random checks, right? Yeah. Um, and she came and she started searching my pockets and stuff. She was like, oh, like literally humiliating me in front of customers. Like, I, there was a customer right there waiting to get served. And she pulled me. She was like, oh, can you take it instead to the other person who was working there? And she was all, like, I had to stand there like this. I was actually just standing there with my hands up. And I was like, bro, what the hell is this? And she was like, oh, why have you got four pound in your pocket? I was like, I was, like, I was just on my lunch break. I just bought some food. And then, you know it's what I mean? change. Yeah, it's my change. And why, why would I steal four pounds? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, you know, that treatment there, I think it just put me off big time. So eventually I quit. Um, when I was 17, I worked at an estate agent for £5.24 an hour. I only worked there three months though. Um, it was a small estate agent. 
I did gain knowledge on properties, um, which obviously helps now for me. Um, but yeah, I didn't enjoy it there either. Um, my boss was just too, always telling me to do this. And I just didn't like it. I think it's just some people thought like, like such as us, for example, we can't deal with working for other people in that sense. We've got to work for ourselves. And I think exactly. you've got that mentality when you're young and you don't even realise it. Yeah, exactly. And there's other people who I'm not even going to, I'm not going to say anything bad about it. Yeah. But they're happy with their positions. Hey, nothing look, wrong with it. Exactly. Yeah. Here, here's the thing, look, it, it, it comes down to the point again where I said, you know, it depends on what you define as success. If you want to become a bus driver and that's, you love it, go for it. Mm. That to you is success. If you want to work for someone and as a estate agent or whatever, yeah. you know, go for it. It doesn't matter what you want to become. As long as you're happy with it, go for it. But I just wasn't happy. So I didn't, I just left um, and I would work at my uncle's dry. So after that, I started working at my uncle's dry cleaning. So coming back onto that. So yeah, um, my dad's friend, he owned his own dry cleaning business. Um, he actually came to the UK um, a few years ago and he had nothing. He started off with, he used to pick up one penny coins off the floor and he literally saved up for his first SIM card with those one penny coins. And now he has uh, multiple stores. Um, and alham- alhamdulillah he's doing very well Man. so um, I worked at his dry cleaning business for a little bit just taking people's clothes at the front and just t- tagging them and just putting them in the basket pretty yeah, much yeah. just basic stuff um, and he would pay me 250 every month ish obviously wasn't much but it was the obviously at the time I wasn't happy with the money because when you're young you want money do you know what I mean yeah. but now that I look back and realise it was the experience that I was building up so um, you know I, I did that for a bit and I, then I got my car um, when I was 18 and uh, yeah, I just started doing pizza deliveries, restaurant deliveries and my last job uh, doing deliveries was with Amazon Flex. So I started that in November 2017 and uh, I got fired from that job uh, in January because I missed one block. But the, the system that they had was a bit weird, so I didn't understand how to use it and they sent a delivery job to my app and Alhamdulillah, it was actually quite good. That was actually my first self-employed job because technically you're self-employed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can choose whenever you well, want to yeah. work. Yeah, I'm Amazon Flex, so you, you can choose whenever you want to work. Um, they would give you a two-hour block, for example, to work, right? And they would actually pay you quite sick, so £46 for two hours. It was much better than retail. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Money. So, and, and the thing is, you could deliver the parcels within half an hour, an hour, and you'll be done. And that's your £46 done for the day. Yeah. So I, I made quite some decent money in the three months I was doing that. Um and then yeah, um, February came around, February 2018, and my Golf, my 2005 Golf that I had, Golf Plus, um, the clutch on it broke on one way uh, in the morning. Sorry, uh, when I was on the on the way to college yeah. uh, one morning, so I was literally on the main road, and my car started to jolt as I was changing gears. I was like, "What's going on?" And I, and I could hear my because I'm a car guy as well. I love cars, so I like I kind of felt it was my clutch yeah, you, you could hear you, it you grinding yeah so i was like oh this is long and um actually a funny story before i come to the clutch story um my reverse gear in my car broke so three months three two two three months before my car fully got scrapped because of the clutch uh, my reverse gear stopped working so i couldn't reverse at all um so i had some incidents there as well so i went through a lot of madness <laughs> um you know, and obviously I was still doing my pilot training them times. And um, so, yeah, back to the clutch story. I was on the main road and I can feel my car jolting. And I'm just like, oh shit, I'm on the main road. And 
now I can't change gears. Like something, like I heard a bang in, yeah. in the front of my car and I'm like, damn, I can't change gears. My car started to shut down. I'm like, this is, I need to get off the main road now. Otherwise I'm going to hold back eight o'clock morning traffic and it's going to get long and people are going to be pissed off at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, literally I was on the main road and there was a side road uh, right in front of me and I just swerved my car into it and my steering started to get tight as well because the car switched off. Yeah. So the hydraulic lock or whatever it is. Um, I just had to fight the steering wheel. I swerved into a side road and I was just done there. Yeah, that's it. My car just RIP. That was it. I had to wait for AA recovery truck and uh, that was the last the last time I saw that car. So that was in February 2018. And uh, a few weeks after I got a 2003 Polo. So downgraded a little bit. Mm. Um, I was still doing my pilot training. Um, and yeah, uh, once I got my Polo, a few weeks after I met a guy and um, he was heavily involved in the trading industry and he was selling courses um, and educating people on how to start off successful businesses. Um, I was on live stream once, on his live stream one time, and uh, I sort of just messaged, I was saying, you know, I'm a pilot, you know, um, if you want to fly with me, um, hit me up. And and the funny thing is, those times I wasn't actually a qualified pilot. I was still training. Yeah. But I kind of just, I was like, you know what, let me just say it, just yeah, why yeah. not in it? And he actually replied to me, and he came and linked me like a week after, and um, yeah, he bought, all his cars, his team uh, had a gold Porsche, gold C63, um, Bentley uh, C43. And I facilitated um, them parking up their cars next to your jets at the airport I was training at. So that's when I sort of first fully got involved into the business and, in, you know, in, into entrepreneurial lifestyle or whatever you want to call it. So, um, yeah, he pretty much taught me everything. Um, in terms of you know how to do marketing, how to start off a successful business, um, and would, you yeah, sell, would you say that stuff helped quite a bit? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Because for for me, it was like I, I only had a hundred followers on Instagram. I was just I didn't have many. I was just chilling, and then I messaged him, and then uh, as soon as soon as you know I met him, and you know the opportunity he had for people, um, I was like you know why not let let me market that opportunity too. And given the fact that I had access to an airport, private jets cars now um and i've built up a certain network up till then but now it's just gotten really big right um i just started posting on instagram and my followers grew rapid and um yeah pretty much it, it went really good from there uh, march april was really good um i started to make a decent my, my first proper serious money and i was like you know what i'm never going to work a job again yeah. I, i've got this polo but i swear to god by the end of this year latest i'm gonna be in a nice car now april 5th of april 2018 i had a jaw surgery so that set me back um i was very weak for at least two months um but nevertheless once i was home and i was able to recover and i was off the drugs a little bit um i just back on my phone replying to clients pushing out marketing content material um you know selling educational courses um and at the same time i was learning the business myself and i you know i grew my followers i was growing myself and i just never looked back you know i was i literally was making money from my phone from sitting in bed yeah that's sick um obviously i was still using my marketing content from the planes when i'd go out and do training and it was at that point where i fully just thought you know what i've come so far now i've almost finished college um and i'm almost about to get my pilot license and i've been put in a good network of people now is go time so i was just 
on it every single day I'd wake up I was on it anything I could do during that day to get marketing content to go network with bigger people um, you know I'd already built up a network from the private airfield I was flying out of you know because there's a lot of there's a load of rich people there as well you know with private yeah, jets yeah. and stuff so you know I was just I was everywhere and anywhere you could meet me yeah I'm, I'm active so um, I was doing that I finished college finally in July 2018 and I got my license on the 9th of July 2018 as well. I remember that day. So um, as soon as I got that, I started to just grow my Instagram more. I started to post more flying content and uh, I would start to fly public figures and celebrities as well. Um, and yeah, so after I finished college and I got my license, I went to New York in August for a holiday to meet my family. And um, there was actually a private jet to Miami um, and I booked it out for myself, uh, Gulfstream 4, and I flew out to Miami on a private jet all by myself. And that is the point when I realized, you know what, I've like, this is like, I will never turn back from now, you know, because I made so much money, you know, teaching people on how to actually start off a business and, and how to actually be successful. You know, it, it's such a big industry to make money in. So, but it's, there's something that I've got to address there, and I hope you don't mind me asking this. Go for it. <clears throat> so obviously there's people who do it legit yeah and then we've we've all 100% encountered it on Instagram at some point or social media or whatever 100% and that's you know scammers of course <laughs> so of course how do you like how do I word it how can, how can you basically avoid scammers for someone like me who who sees that and thinking oh damn like money to be made like that yeah cool let me sign on how do you avoid that sort of thing when they're scammers I, th I think it's, I think it's, in a way, it's very obvious. But at the same time, you have to be careful. So, so, for example, now let's just say if you look at my page, right, and you see I'm flying this public figure, and I've got this public figure, and I'm I've got links with this guy and this guy, and I've got an office in London and this and that. Like that, that looks legitimate, and you can say, you know, okay, let me. That looks legitimate. Let me message him and let me find out a bit more. Yeah. And do your due diligence, and obviously make sure everything's legitimate. And then go ahead and do business with the person. But if you if you've got a person with two K followers, like two thousand followers, and he's got very shady posts, and he's just posting selfies of himself, and he's like, you can't really see what he's trying to sell you. The only thing he's saying is that oh, I've got a business opportunity, or um, I'll do this for you, or that for you, and you send me this amount of money, and within this time I'll you know flip it for you. That's bullshit. That's yeah, so much bullshit. Because the thing is. I think people really need to understand and learn how to differ differentiate between a scammer and someone who's actually legitimate. Like I get hate plenty of times because mm. people people associate me with that kind of you know yeah. you know I'm a scammer this and that. But my clients who actually work with me they will tell you different. And the thing is, when you come to my page, you can see you know I've you know I mean I have a friend. Uh, shout out to Veyron J if you're watching. Um, he owns a Bugatti. You know, I don't think someone with who's that rich, someone who owns a Bugatti, who's very well known in London, yeah, he wouldn't want to associate himself with the scammer. So you have to look at the the, the, the inner details, the final yeah, details. You have to look at the people that specific person is chilling with. You have to look at, uh, you know, you have to just make sure that it looks legitimate. And obviously, you know, there's there's signs for that. You know, if it's just some random page, why why are you send? Like I had a few of my clients, you know, they invested with me, and they're telling me, oh, I got scammed by this guy. Can you help me? Like, what can I do, bro? Like, why did you invest with him? Mm. You just blindly trusted this fake page with two posts and 2K followers. And you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. It, does, it doesn't make sense. Like, for, sometimes, I, just, I don't know. I, people just confuse me, honestly. 
Um, Have you, know, you yourself had any like encounters with fake people, scammers, and stuff? Yeah, plenty, plenty, bro. Do you know what? I, I always DM them, and I just, I just, I just told them, listen, if I ever catch you, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah, bro. You know what? Yeah, it's they, bro. I, I hate people like that. Well, I swear, because it's a thing. Why? Why are you scamming people? People have worked so hard for their money, and you're just going ahead and take finessing them to, out of their money, bro. That money could mean so much to them, and you're there just to make a quick quid. Yeah, like. Why would you do that? And I've been scammed myself in the past, so I know how it feels. Yeah, same. It's, it's not nice, you know. So it's, yeah, man, people like that, I don't know. It's And I mean, I've had people make fake accounts of me as well. Um, I've had to report them on Instagram, get them shut down, bro. And they never they never give up. They'll use my posts and be like, oh yeah, um, I'm a, for example, the main scams that are going on Instagram now, Forex scams, right? Yeah. Um, that is also why I left the industry as well, actually. Um, Just because there's a lot of scammers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and and the thing is, I I was very new to the industry and I didn't know much about it, and I was I just wasn't happy in that industry, so I left it. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's I don't know, bro, but I think people should just really start to use their brains and kind of just look to see who is legitimate. Yeah. Just, I mean? just a quick one touching on that for people who don't know what forex trading is just can we just quickly explain that yeah so forex trading is essentially when you trade in the financial market so for example you have gbp usd give you a brief example so let's just say you have 100 pounds and you convert it to you want to convert it to dollars right let's just say the rate's 1.3 so you would get 130 dollars back in profit uh, sorry not in profit you'd get 130 dollars back right yeah. now let's just say the rate goes up to 1.4 and you convert the dollars back to pounds you would make 10 pound profit on that because obviously the rate's gone up yeah. now trading in the financial market essentially you're trading um on a platform with brokers and um you can make basically money just off the rates going up and down pretty much well then how, how quick and uh how quick or long does it take for the rates to go up and down uh, there, I mean, the markets are open Monday to Friday, so you can trade Monday to Friday. Um, and you can, I mean, it depends on what type of trader are, yeah. you are. So, for example, if you do scalp trading, you pretty much would trade every sort, you would only open positions every sort of one to 15 minutes max. If you're a day trader, it would be more, you know, you'd hold longer trades. It just depends on what type of trading you like. Yeah. No, because I think the main one you come across on Instagram is basically, um, like literally within five minutes, five, 10 minutes. Oh, they're all Because I remember when I done it back in the day, yeah, this is me being dumb. I done it when I was in sixth form, yeah. And this is the scam I'm talking about. Yeah. And literally, I remember I was in my uni lectures and stuff, yeah. And he was sending signals and all that stuff. I was like sick. And the signals expire in 20 minutes. And you're meant to be making profits of like 100 quid in 20 minutes. Like, obviously I'm dumb back then because I didn't know anything else. We can 100 quid in 20 minutes, sign me up. Yeah. But like, you get a lot of that nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, de- definitely. And and that's, I mean, personally, you know, I, I never provided signals to anyone. Um, I never sort of provided any sort of services yeah. that weren't regulated because yeah. obviously you have to be regulated in this industry. Um, I was just more doing the education. Um, however, in terms of, um, yeah, in terms of those people, look, here's the thing with, with trading, you can make big money. Yeah. But the way these people do their marketing is, is they hype it up to, to next levels to obviously gain that attention mm. um but realistically behind the scenes um you know i personally trade myself i actually know how to trade and i do it on my own personal account that's fine you know I'm, i make money here and there of trading um but most of these so-called instagram traders they're not actually traders they're just marketers and what they actually do sell their courses they you can sell courses as well that's fine um, as long as the education is good but what they actually do 
is, and I'm sorry if I'm exposing anyone, um, but I think the truth needs to be put out there. Yeah, 100%. Um, they offer signals, which first of all is illegal um, if they're not FCA regulated. That's why I never, ever touched that sector at all. Um, and um, yeah, pretty much um, they'll sell you signals or they'll even say, you know, um, I have signals that you can use for free, right? Just tr- copy my signals, use them for free and I won't charge you anything. All you need to do is invest or, or deposit into the broker. Now, the, they, they'll set up an agreement with a broker. So the broker, for example, if, if a client deposits £300, um, the broker will pay the person who referred them £200 in commission per person, for example, if they activate a certain lot size when, when they're trading. So people can give you free signals, but sorry, but where they're making money is they're actually getting paid commission from the broker from them referring you. Yeah, so, no, because from what I've heard, I think I think you told me this on the phone the other day because we've been speaking for quite a bit, yeah. Yeah. And let, let's just say I'm the broker, uh, and no, sorry, let's just say I'm the, tr- the trader giving signals, and you're like, the person coming to me for the signals. Yeah. yeah. Now you put in money for the signals, whether you win or lose, yeah. I'm still making money from you. Exactly. How's that work? So it's called CPA. Um, I don't know exactly how it works, um, but the broker just pays you some. The, the broker pays you a set amount of money. Yeah. Um per person who trades on their on their platform yeah um now here's the thing signals they work sometimes but they don't and they're not reliable at all um and the way they're marketed is is just you know to be you know to people is you know you can make money with my signals become rich like me and obviously the marketing content behind it people you know they'll flex with cars um jewelry all these nice things and you would think oh you know this is it now i'm i'm going to become successful by trading and then i can get into property and i think here's the thing when people want to become successful when they you know when they say they want to own a property or they want to own a business the first thing they think of is trading because it's quick easy money like you can make quick easy money be become a successful trader you know like these traders on instagram and then you can get yourself into property or anything like that it's complete yeah. nonsense you know tr- the way i see trading is it's an extra income but it's not reliable at all. And I would never offer any services that why, I'm not why is that? Why is it not reliable? I, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's not reliable. It is reliable, but it is something you shouldn't depend on. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if that makes sense. So mm. you shouldn't depend on it as your primary source. Because at the end of the day, you can never predict what the markets are gonna do, and you are never one hundred percent guaranteed profits ever. So quick advice to someone watching this right now thinking, I've just spotted someone on Instagram who makes money and I want to join their team, what would you say to them? Don't do it. It's most likely bullshit. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Because like I say, I I was only in the industry for a very short time, but when I learned, you know, how doggish the industry is, it's it's really bad. Mm. There's, There's a lot of fake people in the industry and me personally as bearded pilot, I'm not about that life. Yeah. I'm bearded pilot, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? I take public figures and celebrities flying. Like I can't be ruining my reputation hanging around with fake people like that. And the thing is, it's just a crazy industry, bro. So I just completely just left it. And I want, obviously for me, I, I want something long-term and legitimate and something that, you know, won't cause problems for me. So yeah, um, that's where obviously I, I pretty much stopped the whole trading stuff last year in July. Mm, because and, of that reason? Yeah, exactly. Because I I don't want to be involved in something yeah, that's no. that's... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to have a good reputation for yourself, man. Exactly. And for me, reputation is very personal and very key because at the end of the day, if, you're going, if you want to grow in, if you want to grow in business, mm. you have to have a good reputation. Um, you know, and 
I was thinking like back in July when I quit the trading industry, I was just thinking to myself, you know, I, I was thinking back to myself when I was 11 years old, you know, when I used to have these dreams, I want to become a successful entrepreneur, you know, I was thinking, you know, is this really the right way of doing it? And, you know, like I just kind of thought back to my childhood dreams and I was like, you know, what? I need to quit this and I need to find something mm. proper legit. Um, and Alhamdulillah, I'm here right now um, with a stock investment uh, company. And uh, yeah, it, it's going very well. Um, yeah. We have the world's first global e-bank. So this has got nothing to do with trading. This yeah, is so I was just going to ask you, so that moves me on to what you're literally doing right now. Yeah. So, yeah, um, very exciting. Um, we have... So the company is called Igniter 100 and uh, we have five internal projects or five companies that we directly operate and run and we've designed. And uh, yeah, we have the world's first global e-bank. That's sick. That's what literally, all, all I need to say is that and people are on it already. Yeah. Um, what is an e-bank? So an e-bank, okay, so let's dive into fintech. So fintech is short for financial technology and fintech is around us right now. We use fintech in our everyday lives and people don't even realize it. And fintech is an industry which is booming right now. It is a trillion dollar industry, if I'm not wrong. Um, this industry is only going to continue to grow. And for example, a lot of people, you know, for you might know Monzo and Starling Bank, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You simply download the app on your phone, order a card, everything's online, you don't need to go anywhere. And mm. that is your e-bank. Now, here's the thing, Monzo and Starling, they are powered by Visa and MasterCard. Now, that only allows them to be accessible to North America and Europe. Our global e-bank is not only powered by Visa and MasterCard, but we're also powered by Western Union and Union Pay. So that opens up South America, Australia, China, parts of Asia, Africa. Um, so it truly is the world's first global e-bank. And, you know, I mean, every time I go on YouTube now on my phone, I always see Starling on, on my yeah, adverts. Yeah, on the ad, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I'm not going to no, lie. No, starting, no, I didn't even deep it like that. Bro, it's starting to piss me off. But you know what? <laughs> every Every video I watch... Starling Bank. They're, I'm yeah. just like, bro, like, okay, I get the point, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously they're doing very good, you know, as, as a bank and as, you know, as a global, as a e-bank, sorry. Yeah. But our global e-bank, you'll see it, trust me, everywhere. I, I have so much faith in it as well. We're literally getting the final tick of approval from the FCA, obviously regulated, and we can provide all the proof, you know, if anyone wants to come down and actually discuss this investment, we've got all the paperwork here in our office. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going live very soon and um, yeah, it, we're looking to make some serious money. Um, I mean, we've been forecasted by FinCap, which is also a accredited company. They value companies like Apple, Facebook, all these, you know, any companies, they're London based as well. Yeah. And um, they valued us to hit the London Stock Exchange in the first quarter of 2021, which is a year from now almost, uh, with a minimum share price of six to eight pounds. And we're currently at 23 pence. So that is 3,000% return on investment. So if you invested 5K today, um, you would be expecting around 136K yeah, next year. Um, but, we're only, but the thing is, once the bank goes live, we're looking to have a revaluation done. And uh, we're looking at 10 to 20 pounds now. But that's just the minimum. Uh, it could be a lot more. And later on during this year, we're looking to create a master index. And we'll be working alongside Gareth Parker, and Gareth Parker, for you guys who don't know, he is the developer of FTSE 100. So the London top 100 companies on the London Stock Exchange. So, Oh, is it? Yeah. So okay. we're working with, this This brings me back to when I say, you know, I want to work around legitimate people. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> sick. So um, 
Along with the bank, we have Urent, which is a online estate agent. Um, and anyone who's a landlord, for example, can jump onto this. Um, you know, it, it's a very, well, what's the word? It, it's a revolutionary uh, online estate agent. And mm. the business model behind it is very smart. Um, for example, if you're a landlord and you own your own property, you would have to go to advertise it, you know, to Riot Move or Zoopla, for example, and they would charge you £300 per month or £500 per month. And that's one of the cheapest contracts you can actually get on a 24-month contract. So let's just say you're advertising your property now and a month after you've got the tenant in, um, you would still have to pay £500 per month for the remaining 23 months. Now, the business model behind rent is very simple. You pay on a pay-as-you-go uh, basis and it's £49 a month. Now, rent is actually live and you can actually go and check their website and the fact that the name of the company is called rent, you know it's very catchy it makes sense you know rent. where do you go to rent a house urent.co.uk so we are the vision behind rent is to capture five percent of the uk's market in the next two years and i believe they will um especially with the way they're progressing now and once they do, they're going to be valued at 300 million pounds as, as an online estate agent. So um, we have some very big projects. Um, big businesses, basically. Yeah. And we have block, we have a blockchain company, which is very big for you tech experts out there who know about blockchain. Uh, we have the world's first, and when I say the world's first, I mean it, like the world's first trading platform where traders can buy and sell any cryptocurrency they like without having to buy bitcoin first which is very big so um yeah we have big big projects and we also have external projects that we've actually invested into we don't own those companies but we've invested into them um and just off the top of my head there's one called sun harvester which they basically design windows into solar panels so solar panels aren't accessible everywhere you can't install them everywhere they're expensive to install so what have sun harvester done you could be looking out of this window right now and this could be your solar panel this could be powering your this building yeah which is very cool i mean imagine sorry what it's mad exactly and imagine on tesla cars you know all the windows are solar panels you would never need to charge your car again yeah and uh, my favorite is finger pay um it's a system where you pay using your finger uh, you know you could have barclays on your thumb natwest on your index finger hsbc on your middle finger and you can pay using your fingers. technology is moving mad and it doesn't use your fingerprint yeah. it's actually something called hitachi vein id so the infrared scanner when it when you put your place your finger on the scanner uh, it actually reads your veins so as long as you've got a, a live pulse it will read your veins and your vein patterns and then it can identify it's you and you'll pay. So you wouldn't have to ever worry about someone chopping off your finger to steal your bank, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So um, yeah, we have uh, very big uh, business opportunities for anyone who wants to invest with a 3,000% return on investment. Yeah, I was going to say, for people who want to get involved and do want to invest, where can they find you? And bear in mind, this is going to be on Spotify and Apple Music as well, so, uh, Apple Podcasts as well. So just- Perfect. Okay, yeah, cool. So yeah, uh, literally bearded.pilot is my Instagram. So B-E-A-R-D-E-D dot pilot, P-I-L-O-T. Sick. And That's they can it. just get in contact with you and invest like that? Yeah, they can. All my WhatsApp details are there. Everything's there. Um, and yeah, you can just hit me up. Uh, we'll arrange a day to come into my office. And uh, yeah, I mean, I work directly with the corporate team. Um, mm. You know, shout out to Florian and Abdul. Um, yeah, they're two brilliant guys. Um, the corporate team actually who actually came up with Igniter, 
Um, Florian, he is a veteran in the banking industry. He's got very big networks um, and he's, you know, a very genius man. And uh, Abdul, in short as well, he's a qualified accountant. He's been in the industry for 10 years. He actually founded Igniter 100 uh, and multiple other businesses. And together, you know, there's eight guys in total, but the two main guys, obviously Abdul and Florian, they came together to create this business. And uh, I mean, the only way is up. Yeah, no, that's sick. <laughs> Literally, the only way is up. That's so. Sick. Um, I've actually spoken to a few high-end investors as well. They're looking to invest big, serious money. So, mm. um, yeah, it, it's, you know, alhamdulillah. Um, the, the main thing I would say is if you have a goal and if you have a dream in life, if you want to achieve something, always believe that it will happen. You may not necessarily know how it will happen, but just believe that it will happen and life will life make will, it happen yeah it will make it happen it will put you for a journey where you might not necessarily want to go through that journey mm. but you'll learn so much from it and eventually when you're in the position you want to be you're unstoppable you know it's mad i can actually vouch for that because there's some things that i have said in my life that i've said this is gonna happen this is gonna happen this is gonna happen obviously in the back of my head i'm thinking how the hell is it gonna happen yeah and bro within a couple months for example, CEO cars kicked off. Exactly. Then I've got people like you and I've got people like Tris and all that stuff. And I'm thinking, I'm, exactly. and then I look back at what I said back then thinking, raw, I actually did it. Like with yeah. the power of God and the universe, this came like, it's exactly. mad. It just goes to show that if you put your head to it and you put your mind to it, like it can happen and it will happen. Exactly. And and one thing I want to say about CEO cars as well, big up yourself, man, bro. Honestly, I, do you know what? Here, here's a funny thing, yeah. When I, when I, I think I saw it on Trist's page, yeah. Um, Shout out Trist. Shout out Trist is S sixty three the orange one man yeah, is yeah. cold. Buy it, bro. You selling it? Is oh, he's, well, he sold it already or no? I don't know yet. Trist, I mm. got to buy it for you, yeah. Potentially is it, oh, I don't know coops. I don't like coops, man. I have to, nah, do you know nah, what? Trust me, that car, mad thing. I, I would drive it for a day or two, but do you know what coops? Yeah, I can't do it because you know I, I'm not I'm not getting out of the car and pushing the seat forward to, for my man in the back to get in. Bro, that's <laughs> effort, bro. I, you can just open the back door in the car and just get in. A saloon is fine for me. Four door, so. Um, you missed out you could have bought my car what car do you have I haven't got any more it sold yes, it sold yesterday yeah. it's used to free is it yeah it sold. bro soon man soon I got E-Class at the moment E350D um, I had a 5 Series GT oh actually so yeah Um, I forgot to mention Um, when I came back from America uh, and before my 21st birthday in September uh, I, I came out of the Polo and uh, so exactly seven months after I got into the Polo I came out and I got a BMW 5 Series GT M Sport yeah sick um, and that was my first proper car it's a mad I, step up I, I, bro mad step up and the thing is I love big cars so for me minimum is 5 Series or mm. I, I don't deal with 3 Series or C Class maybe yeah but I want E Class minimum mm. no, I love sick, big man. cars sick. so yeah I got a 5 Series GT that was that car was banging bro and you know what I drove that car how it's supposed to be drove driven sorry BMWs <sighs> monsters bro. best driver's cars in it best dri- hands down don't get me wrong I actually love Mercedes right because their interiors are banging and I, I just love Mercedes because you know they're so lux- luxurious yeah, yeah. No, I see stuff, what you're saying, yeah. after driving BMW and Mercedes BMW all the way like for driving 100% bro my, oh. one of my boys he's got an M3 yeah. so I had the C3 yeah yeah me owning the C3 I jumped in this M3 and I drove that and I was like bruv why <laughs> exactly. did I buy the AMG exactly do you know what Mercedes in their respect they're good you know the interiors are banging mm. they look nice they make good sounds they're yeah, don't get me wrong nothing can come close to the noise of AMG exactly but if you want driving experience and drive a focus car exactly BM um, all the way we're mad off topic <laughs> Bro, you know what is 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 crazy though, because that car, 
that BMW, I've I've done some crazy stuff with it. Like I don't even want to say it because I don't want to bait myself out and get myself in trouble. But yeah. oh, that car is a monster. Sick, isn't it? Um, but then, yeah, after that, uh, I've got E-Class. So I've got E350D now, Formatic 2019-18. So the brand new one. Um, and I'm looking to get another car next year, hopefully. And uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be another step up. I can't really say what it is. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, man, that's pretty much me summed up. That's it. But yeah, obviously, I don't want to big myself up in that, yeah. <laughs> but you were literally just talking about CEO cost. Back, back, forget the cars, back on topic. Um, yeah, CEO cost. Uh, bro, well, I, saw, I saw your page and I think, I don't know how, I don't know how I saw, I can't, I, I saw it a couple of days back. I don't know how I saw it. I can't remember exactly. But um, I think you followed me or I just saw it on someone's story and I just thought CEO cost, like that looks like a, sick page like do you know what i mean like this guy probably must have 100k followers he's got a podcast set up and it looks quite sick uh let me just see who this guy is follow him and just a quick one i need to show you the the podcast version two go on. after okay cool yeah, go on. so yeah um and and I, I was like who's this i just i clicked on your page and it was loading up and as it was loading up i saw your display picture i saw your bio and everything but i didn't show your followers i was like this page looks hard you know let me just see what this is about and the, the page loaded and it's only got like 200 followers. I was like, bro, this is this is a startup. And mm. for me, I, I love to be there in the beginning when people start a business because I love to see people grow firstly, but I actually genuinely want to help them grow as well. Yeah. And with your thing, it has big potential. Well, that's why I just thought I need to jump on it. Even my guy, Nathan Hector, he jumped on it as well yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yesterday. So I, I had a feeling he would jump on as well. So, you know. Yesterday, but to you guys watching this, he jumped on it last week. Last Sunday. Last Sunday. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, you know, um, it, I mean, I just, this has so much potential, bro. And, you know, obviously I, I, you know, I have a lot of big network as well. I have a, you know, I know a lot of people. Um, I actually, okay, you know what? I don't know if I should say this. I'm going to keep it on the low, yeah. but there's an A-list celebrity that the whole world knows. 100%. If I say his name, you'd be like, rah. But I'm working alongside his dad and uh, they both got a book coming out and I'm featured in that book. Is it? Yeah. That's so um, I've got a big network of people as yeah. well. You know, I need to know that name off, offline. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you behind the camera in it. Um, Veyron J, for example, Terrell Lewis, um, you know, so many people that I know that I know would want to jump on this. So I just want to say big up CEO cost. I hope no, I appreciate success that, for you, bro. Honestly, I appreciate um, that. Th this is sick, man. Just continue grinding with it. And it comes back to the point we were speaking about, you know, you having a vision and a dream, you know, and, like for example did you always want to do something like this i've done media in year 11 and i've always loved production cool yeah i didn't know what i wanted to do exactly don't get me wrong yeah if anyone knows me they know i tried a couple youtube videos back in the day you know i had a circle i was like yeah here's my car I've got, I've got, that, yeah. that's always the case of everyone and then bro. <laughs> i was like you know i've that yeah and then i started this like i thought the idea in november yeah and then december i started it and i was like fam this is sick yeah. exactly that's it and the thing is you know the other reason I want to start it because eventually I'm 22 although I've done some businesses I want to find the perfect path no, there's no such thing as a perfect path but exactly. I want to find the thing that's actually destined destined sorry destined for me yeah? exactly and the way to do that is to speak to people like you people like from all different sectors all different fields and CEO get their inspiration they, exactly. that's exactly where they come from CEOs get all the CEO cast and Here. put them in yeah, yeah mm. bro exactly and like I was saying big you up man bro don't give up on this and just keep grinding man it's mad because like I said I started this in December yeah 
And I started with a, a, a guy who's got a detail in place, Alex. I want to shout him out, yeah, because he's still yeah, with G. Yeah, go for it, go for yeah. it, man. Shout out anyone in this video, I don't <laughs> He's mind, still with G, yeah, and I rate him still. But I didn't think I'd get to a place. Firstly, I got 300 followers in like a month or something, which yeah. was mad for me. I didn't yeah. even think that was going to come. Yeah, I saw like 20 followers and I thought, mm, yeah, it's getting a little slow. Yeah. 300 followers come mad. I thought, bruv, I've got to do a giveaway, yeah? I'll mention that in the end anyway. Cool. And then... um. Yeah, man, it's just, I could just see it going full send of it. I can just imagine in the future, you know, building my full on studio, bro, going mad me. with it and getting mad people. And it's going to be sick. Bro. Try, no, bro, trust me, you will. And and I, I say that because I kind of see you in the position that I was, for example, in my field, like, you know, when I wanted to become a pilot and I just, you know, I was in the beginning stage here. You know, I see you at that beginning stage with CEO cast, but I know you will take it to this level. Yeah. 100%. No, 1,000%. And you... Like I, bro, if there's anyone watching this, you know, from my followers or anyone like that, you know, who, who who's a public figure, anyone come listen, hit me up. Or anyone or who me. wants to get their story across. There's yeah. so many stories. Anyone who's a successful entrepreneur, who has a business, whatever, just hit up CEO Carson. And you know please. what the thing is, yeah, here's the thing. I had someone DM me the other day saying, you've done rapping, you've done this, like you've done rapping, you've done detailing, you've done other car places. How many more car places are you going to do? I was like to them, bro, I can do as many as I want because not everyone's got the same journey. Not everyone's got the same path. Exactly. It's mad. Do you know what? One opportunity I've got for, for people out there, yeah? Obviously, I'm a pilot. I'm an entrepreneur. I might potentially buy my own plane in it. I need a plane wrapper soon in it. So if anyone's out there and, and they want to wrap planes, yeah? Or they can do something like that. I've got opportunity for you guys as well in it. So yeah, let, let's see who, let's see who can, who can jump on that first. Mm. But no, because you know what? Here's one thing as well, actually. People don't know that it's actually, people might think, it, obviously, you know, private jets and stuff, they're a little bit expensive. There are more in the millions. But you can actually buy a decent plane, you know, a four-seater, six-seater plane for the same price of a car. Do you know what's sad, yeah? Me and my cousin, I remember back in the day when we used to chill at my grandma's house and all that stuff, I was probably like six, seven, and he was, I think, like nine, ten. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, we used to dream. Obviously, I always loved cars. I was always checking out cars on Google and all that stuff. Yeah. He's been a mad, like, plane fanatic, aer aerospace, whatever it is. Yeah. And we were always on there's a website. I can't remember what it's called, man. I feel like I remember it. And it was just basically like auto trade off of planes. Okay. I can't remember it. And he always used to look at it thinking, yeah, yeah, let's buy this plane, let's buy this plane. <laughs> it's sad to think that I know the f I know for a fact that that's still his dream. Yeah. But he's Go not he's it. not following his path. If you're watching that, bro, go for it. Trust me. I went through, uh, I mean, you're probably going to hear this podcast. If, I mean, if you're watching it, you probably heard my story. I went through a shitload. You can do it. If I, if, listen, if I can do it coming from where I've come from, mm. anyone can do it 1000%. Trust me. Cause I came from a lot of hardship and a lot of, a lot of negativity. I had to stop hanging around with certain people. Mm. I had to stop doing certain things. I had to focus a lot more. And I understand it's very hard, especially nowadays, you know, the youth, they're, you know, people, young people, they're, they're engaged in, you know, all they know is um, partying, smoking weed, um, this, that, and the other, just chilling with friends, wasting time. All the, I understand it's hard. I've been there, I've done that. But I promise you, if you can, if you can just separate yourself from everyone and just, even if you just dedicate six months purely to yourself, that within that six months you'll change so much. You you'll forget your whole previous lifestyle, and you will just want to just achieve more. Because once you see results, it becomes success becomes an addiction. You just want more and more yeah, and more. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're going to fail during the way. You don't expect anything to happen overnight, but 
once you see that first result, like for example, for me, the first result that I saw with my success was when I actually got my pilot license and when I actually was successful in the business um, in terms of, you know, having my own business and whatnot. And uh, when I flew out to Miami in, in, in a Gulfstream private jet, I always dreamed of flying on a private jet. And the thing is, I didn't actually fly the private jet. I flew as a passenger. I booked it out. I paid money for it. So yeah. I, it's not like my pilot perks allowed me to have it or anything. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I flew on it as an entrepreneur. So yeah, for that, that was like, I was just like, wow, mm. I'm flying on a, on a Gulfstream. Like people like DJ Khaled and Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone owns his own G- Gulfstream 5,500. Sorry. Um, and I flew on a G4, which is, a one model down, but it's still a gold stream. Do you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, it's, yeah, it, just believe in your dreams and you can achieve it, man. And yeah, never yeah, give I can, up. I can vouch for that, man. Even like the first time I tasted success with this anyway, was the first podcast I bagged. And I was just gassed. Who, who, who was your first podcast, Trist? Uh, no, no, the guy I was talking about, Alex. The, the Alex, got okay, cool. place. Bro, he's 20 years old and he's got his own car detailing place. Sick. Mad. Sick. Yeah. And when I bagged that, when I've done that, and I was like, this is sick. This, I felt, such warmth inside of me thinking I, yeah. I've done this because don't get me wrong before him I had emailed and DM'd so many companies all that stuff thinking yeah can we can we get podcast please 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 they might think cool beg you know no followers yeah. no nothing like that there's no potential to it exactly now I, like, forget bro forget people like that honestly yeah. trust me like the thing is what you're doing is great because that's actually how I started off with when I was a nobody I mean, I still think I'm a nobody. I'm not being arrogant or anything. I just because I'm bearded pilot with 13k4, I still don't think highly of myself. But when I was starting off, you could say, um, I, I would do that. I would just go and speak to people and I would just so okay, there's there's a saying, fake it till you make it, right? Um that I, I believe that is true to a certain extent. So I would you know, I had these dreams, I had these visions and whatnot. And I, you know, I used to tell people I'm a pilot, this, that, and the other, um, even though maybe I was in the training phases, right? But I would still sort of go to people and just sort of say to them, you know, I'm a pilot, let's work through it, let's collaborate together, let's do something, just do something in it. Yeah. And most people, they'd just be like, nah. But you will find people who actually want to do it. And once, because at the end of the day, once you're growing yourself and you're networking, Sorry, with people, you know, once, once you're around certain people, you automatically elevate yourself because when, when you're surrounded by people who might be more successful than you, for example, you know, that will motivate you to become more successful. So once you've actually achieved something, then, you know, you can start working with proper people and those people who maybe, you know, said no to you in the beginning, they'll come back eventually. Yeah, one day. Um, they will. I mean, you know, for example, there, there's so many people that I've reached out to. Like, obviously now I'm a qualified pilot, right? Um, I, I've flown Terrell Lewis, Aaliyah, uh, Maria B, um, Veyron J. Um, I'm trying to get a few other people uh, this year. But a lot of other people just not on it. Remember but, me, I'm jumping on the plane. Bro, I'm taking you, bro. <laughs> CEO, we, we, let's do a podcast on the plane. Let's do it. Oh, bro, fly, that would be sick. I'll That's fly down idea. to the coast and we'll do a podcast on the plane. Isn't it? <laughs> if you guys want to see that, make sure you like this video. <laughs> Trust me, that's going to happen. <laughs> a, th- a thousand likes, yeah? Yeah, and, and, up. and we'll do it. No, okay, no, we'll, no, for real, though, we'll do it. And But yeah, you know, it just comes down to believing in yourself and, and you know, just continuing what you're doing now reach out to people reach out to xyz you could even try to reach out to bill gates you might not get to him but you yeah. might get to someone who's near near enough to him or who might be it's like what they're saying it uh, was it um reach reach for the moon aim for the stars or something along the lines I can't remember exactly yeah what it is. E- e- even if you reach for the moon and you fail you'll still be among the stars that's yeah that's what i'm trying to say basically that's it that's mad 
that's it so there you go man that's that's pretty much it man um yeah just never give up um don't expect success overnight know that you will go through hardship trust me i've been through loads one of the biggest quotes with hardship comes ease yeah that exactly that's quoted from the quran actually so um yeah that that is here's actually this is a personal story of mine um i i you know, I, I believe um, when I achieved a certain amount of success, I was a bit too arrogant and I got humbled very quickly um, by God. And I had a personal sort of story and I want to put out just yet, maybe in a future podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I, I got humbled by God very quickly, I would say. And there was there was signs like that I saw was like, this is definitely God. Yeah. And um, I got humbled very quickly, obviously. And uh, I took a big L at the same time. Um, which obviously humbled me um, But I took that L And it was a very big L And I'm not going to lie Like that I'm not going to lie 2019 was The year for L's for me It was continuous L's Like from Jan 2019 Till December 2019 It couldn't have gotten any be- better Like it just got worse It got worse and worse and worse But Now that I'm in the position I'm in Now in 2020 You know I'm a lot more What's the word? I'm a lot more open-minded. I've gained a lot more knowledge. I'm around people I need to be around right now. Yeah. Um, You're more comfortable in the situation you are right now. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, you know, I went through that hardship and now I can see ease. And, you know, that is from the Quran. So if there's any Muslim people out there who, or Muslim or non-Muslim, doesn't matter who you are. You know, if, if you're... If you're in a situation where you, you know you're going through a hardship, just know that God has said with every hardship comes ease, and just believe in your dreams. Don't give up. Achieve. Have hope. Have faith, and just, just mm. focus. And if it's not if it's not destined for you, it will never happen. Change change to something else. Yeah, and see yeah, how everything's written for us. Like, so exactly. like this is my turn into a religious podcast right now. Yeah, trust but me. you know what? It, it goes. To, it's true though, isn't it? Everything. Is written for you. Yeah. So whether you want to be so successful in one thing, it might not be written for you. Might, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you, for example, the way I think of it is God might have destined a million pound. You could become a millionaire, but it might not be destined in the industry you're in at the moment. It might be destined in a separate industry, yeah, but yeah. you have to make the choice and have to think. And, you know, you have to sort of try things out. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail because here's the thing: you could fail in one industry and you could just give up and be like, "Oh, that's it." Yeah. Okay, but there's a whole other industry here waiting for you f- for your rewards yeah. and like, like it's it's written how much money we are going to earn in our lives. Yeah, how much we're going to obtain and all that stuff. Yeah, it's up to us so how we get it, what we do to get it. Exactly. And I, I'm not going to lie; I want to touch up on one subject as well. Yeah, but for example, people who this is more for Muslim followers, but yeah. um, people who, for example, sell drugs. Um, you know, obviously there's haram money and there's halal money, right? Um, people who sell drugs, obviously they're making haram income, um, and and the same money you're making now selling drugs or doing something bad, you could make it legitimately too. But the thing is, you just chose to go that way. Just imagine that you're you're destined to make a million, for example, but you chose the negative way. Yeah. You know, so I, it's again, it, it, I think 2020 is what I'm going to be focusing on a lot, especially with my clients and my followers is mindset. Because I, I think people have been so accustomed to a certain mindset now that they, it's just stuck in their heads, you know, like, 
they want to get rich quick this that and the other trying they to find the quickest path yeah the quickest is, path yeah exactly yeah. no it doesn't work like there's that there's no sorry. such thing as success I'm, overnight I'm so, exactly or quick way to get rich basically unless you're that one person in, in the millions that wins the lottery is not happening or even that's not happening or you've just inherited like a billion from yeah Bill someone. Gates son <laughs> you know what I mean so, <laughs> no shout out to Bill Gates so have you seen him he doesn't give he does, his, yeah, he, yeah, 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 he doesn't he give doesn't. his kids money like that exactly that's that's one do you know what if I if I if I'm destined to become a millionaire billionaire, inshallah I do. If if I am, I would never do that. To, I would never give my kids money yeah. like that. Because the thing is, even my even my dad, you know, he doesn't give me money. I told my parents hardly give me money. Mm. You know, they want me to stand up on my own two feet, mm. and you know, it's made me who I am today. When you have a backbone, and you learn so many things in life, you're unstoppable. Whereas, for example, if you're just born into a rich family and you're given a million, you will lose that instant. Not instantly, but you will lose that gradually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, someone who has built themselves up over time, you can't beat them. And and the thing is, you know, that person may lose money too, but from the lessons they've learned, they'll bring it back and multiply it easily. Yeah, 100%. So it all comes down to mindset, what you learn, um, the knowledge you have. And obviously um, the biggest thing is just faith. And just making sure you do everything legitimate. Um, don't try and take shortcuts. There, there may be shortcuts available. Um, take them, right? If 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 the opportunity is available for you, you know, just sort of speed the process up a little bit. Um, I mean, I did that to a certain extent, you know, with some journeys in my life. The light went off. Just make sure it's legitimate, man. That's it. That's it. Just, uh, yeah, that's it. There's one thing I want to <laughs> touch on. It's just briefly of what, what you just said. Even though you're saying that you, your parents may not have given you money or they wanted you to stand on your own two feet, there's one thing that I want to address which is quite touchy. So it's a touchy subject because you see on, the, like, for example, if you put up your, your car on Instagram or something like that, you're bound to get this comment saying daddy's money or something, something <laughs> like that, yeah. But you know what? I just want to get my point across because this <laughs> is the way I see it. Most, nine times out of ten, if your family love you, they're working for their kids. True, very true. Yeah. So they're gonna do. They're gonna like, for example, my dad. Yeah, he he makes his his kids his number one priority. Yeah. So he'll treat us. He'll give us a, like hopefully like he continues to give us a nice life and all that stuff. We've of had course. it nice. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that we're spoiled and we haven't done anything to be spoiled. Of course, yeah. of course, alhamdulillah. Um, but a lot of people will see it in a different way. Like he just like we're spoiled and sad money and all that stuff. Of but course, like of I course. said, if they love you. They, they will, will do they it for you naturally. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's just out of their love, really. And um, that's just a lot of people get confused. And the thing is, even though there's some things that we may, may not pay for, like for example, mortgage or something like that, yeah. he will make us doing other things, like other things actually have value to him. Exactly. Like for example, me, my dad doesn't really care about how much money I earn, I earn and all that stuff personally, yeah. Because he'd rather have me bring value such as doing chores around the house, taking the bins out, doing things like building the house with him, exactly. decorating, you know, reconstruction, all that stuff. Exactly. Other things that you can actually do. V- valuable um, life skills. Yeah. Exactly. And and yeah, exactly. that's the exact same with my parents. Like, obviously I'm not saying, you know, um, I've come straight from the bottom and you know what I mean? Like straight from the gutters or anything. Obviously, you know, you could say I've had humble beginnings or small beginnings, right? Um, and my parents, you know, they obviously, you know, they, they, you know, they love me very much and, um, they will try and do anything for me that they can. Um, and they have helped me in the past, you know, for example, um, when I got my first car, um, they did help me with that. 
um, which is nothing to be ashamed about. Um, and, you know, um, however, my dad does want me, you know, he, he doesn't care how much I earn again. He doesn't even, he always tells me he doesn't want me to give him any money. And, you know, inshallah, one day I can buy him his dream car. Yeah. Um, and, and dream house for, you know, you know my mum. But with, with me personally, like, you know, I, I just kind of see it as, as much as they are helping me, I personally, I reject money from them mm. as much as I can mm. because it's not going to benefit me. If, if, if I'm there... You're not learning. Yeah, exactly. And, and my dad, you know, he, he, you know, he wants... Yeah. My dad is a solid man. I'll tell you that, you know, he, he I mean, he does chauffeuring at the moment. Um, he's done little jobs here and there, you know, Uber, chauffeuring, whatnot. But he also knows how to do construction. Um, so many things. He's so knowledgeable and smart in, in, in that aspect. And he's never gone to school. Mm. Well, sorry, he has gone to school, but he has never gone to uni, sorry. Yeah, um, college, yeah. You know, he doesn't have much qualifications, but he... He will like make you happy. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. Like he will come to your house, and if you want, you know, if you want a quick job, he will do it very nicely. Yeah. We extended our next door neighbor's uh, kitchen for them. I mean, I'll show you a picture after this, bro. He did it sick. Yeah, well, I just want obviously to give a with shout the help out to of our friends, friend. man. Yeah. So you know, I think it's you know, for me, um, if you're watching and listening to this right now, and and you've got parents who who help you out help dramatically. You. Just go to them and tell them you appreciate you, love yeah, them, all of that real. stuff. Trust me, that's all they want to hear. They don't care about anything else. <coughs> Obviously, they care about you, but <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? For, no, for real, for real. It's very true because, you know, I, I mean, you know, I know of people um, close to me, you know, their parents don't care about them. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it, it, people don't realize what a blessing it is to have parents as well. You know, um, a loving dad or unloving. You know, some people they don't have parents. Some people's parents have died. Some people's parents have been divorced. You know, it's it's you know, people don't. It's those little things that you need to understand that those are true blessings. Yeah, the materialistic things come too in life. You know, if you work for them, you know, but that's not what true happiness is. You have to understand. You have to be around the right people. You have to appreciate the right people, and you just have to work hard on your dreams. You have to be, you know, grateful is the word. Is the best way to describe it. Be grateful, be happy. Um, don't complain. You know, you could be, I mean, I, I don't, for example, I don't pay rent in my house or mortgage at the moment, right? Mm. I have a property in LA. Um, I am paying for that. And obviously, you know, that is, I'm learning. Um, and, you know, um, I don't ask a single penny from my parents. And I wanted to keep it that way because at the end of the day, I'm going to have kids in the future. I want them to become successful. I want them to stand on their own two feet. But at the same time, you know, if you do have your parents, for example, listen to what they say, even if they tell you to take out the bin or do this or do that. Just give them that respect. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they might not be here t five, ten years from now. Yeah. And when you have your own house, how are you going to maintain it? Because it, yeah. it's, it's the thing, it's, it's valuable life skills you have to learn at the end of the day, you know, and, you know, money is not everything. People need to really understand that. So, um, you know, it's it's more about the little things that you do on a daily basis that gradually builds you to your success yeah. Um, as well. So yeah, that's a good subject. That's just another thing I, wanna, oh, I just want to add to what I said earlier. Um, my dad has made me do these things so I can learn for myself, basically. Of course. Yeah. My, I swear, my <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm the oldest in my family. Yeah, I have three mm. siblings, uh, two two younger siblings, and yeah. I'm, I'm the first. Um, I'm the oldest. But trust me, my dad, he, bro, he's been harsh with me. But you know what? Alhamdulillah, it's made me the man I am today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm still nowhere near on his levels, but 
yeah, trust me, for, for me to be a pilot at 22, multiple business owner and, you know, helping others as well. Well, this is the way I see it. If your dad is anything like you, then your dad must be a great man. Yeah. Which just shows a lot because obviously things are implemented in the upbringing and everything I, like that. I've, I've learned a lot from him, trust me. Um, the way, even simple, you know, the way he treats my mum, you know, with so much love and respect. Like my mom will be so mad at him. My mom will tell him to do the kitchen like that. My dad has refurbished our whole house. And the thing is, even my room, yeah, I helped my dad refurbish my whole, entire room. We took down the ceilings. Um, we had a chimney sort of thing that came out of my room. We knocked that whole wall down so the whole wall's flat now. Um, yeah, man, I've, I've learned a lot from him. He's a serious guy, man. Mm. Um, I'm nowhere near on his levels. Like people might think I'm levels. I'm bearded pilot. I can fly. Bro, I'm not levels. Trust me. My yeah, dad yeah. is levels. <laughs> so, um, yeah. You know, it it just comes down to the the simple fact that you need to learn key valuable life skills first. And, you you know, it, it doesn't matter. You don't have to go to college or you need to be a successful person. You know, the, the way I see it is just get get dirty, get your hands in and just yeah. do the job. Just learn. And that, that's how you learn. Me, I learn practically. I, I can't learn by sitting and just memorizing. Oh, exactly I can't same, do that. Yeah. I have to be hands on to learn because otherwise mm. you don't learn. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I could sit in a class. I, for example, I could have gone to uni and studied aeronautical engineering, right, for three years and wasted twenty-seven grand, right, and I still wouldn't have known how to fly a plane. Yeah. I'm just there sitting doing this, this, that. But I decided to just go and just go straight into the training and just do hands-on. Yeah, and that's how I learned. That's, that's to, the man. only way to do it. So, um, yeah, I would say stop procrastinating. Go out there and just do something, even if it's even if if it's you know waking up early in the morning and doing your bed, you know that's a start. That's People a start. actually fit, like that's actually mad. You say that because that's one of the main things that made me start being so proactive in every, every other area. The best thing you can do to be start being proactive. Pro- pro- let me start that again. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I've messed up so many times on this podcast as well. I started no, so Tom, many you know what? Times. You know when the podcast is raw, <laughs> yeah, it comes yeah. out so much more better. This is literally freestyle, so. Guys, yeah. apologies in it. Well, yeah, like I was saying, the best thing to do to start being proactive is start by doing your bed in the morning. Yeah, for that real. That helps so much. I didn't do that before in like years of my life. And Bro, I man. swear, when my room used to be messy, like I used to be living like a tramp. I swear like clothes everywhere, this, that. But bro, now when I come back home, I, I can't come back to a dirty room. It, it pisses me off. I'm not sorry for the strong language, but I, it pisses me off. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't deal with it because the thing is I work from home and I also have an office here so I can work from wherever I want, right? But when I'm working from home, I want a clean environment to work in. I want to have a, do you know what I mean? So I don't, I can't. So make sure your room's clean. Simple things like that, man. And eventually when, when these simple little things are instilled in you, when they add up and grow, you will grow as a person and not only will you grow mentally, Physically, if you go gym as well, gym is very good. I used to go gym, but since my jaw surgery, I kind of stopped, but I do need to get back in. Um, yeah, physically, mentally, um, even financially, it, in, like mentally and physically, if you're good and emotionally, your financial circumstance will change. And 100%, I can agree with that. When I was, for example, upset, depressed, comparing myself to other people when I wasn't mm. where I am today, you know, I was I was just zero. But yeah. when I decided to change my mindset and think, you know, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to focus. I'm going to stay happy. Um, I'm not going to expect anything to happen overnight. 
that's when things gradually started to change. Yeah. And yeah, I think the biggest thing for me as well, just one last topic I want to touch on with the parents is is your mum. Uh, you have to respect your mum. Like I don't think I would have ever got to where I am now without my mum's prayers um, and what I've done for my mum. I mean, in, in Islam, um, I don't know if people know, um, most people, most Muslims might know, some people might not, but we actually believe that heaven is under your mum's feet. Um, and here's a, here's a here's a crazy story actually. Um, I didn't know how this happened, but one of my uh, dad's friends from Pakistan flew over to London, and he wanted to meet someone up in Birmingham. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. And uh, turns out that the uh, the man he was meeting was uh, Nasir Awan, um, who is the Queen's representative in the Birmingham area, and he's also the director of a very big marketing uh, business and and. Uh, can't remember off the top of my head what other business he has but he's very successful man and i ended up in his house i don't know somehow i just ended up (laughs) in the queen's representative's house okay cool and um next step buckingham palace (laughs) yeah and it's crazy and and you know i was talking to him about you know trading forex politics religion all that stuff just whatever you know i mean just standard stuff and i was explaining him to him you know about my story and what i want to achieve and he the one thing that stuck to me that he told me was just do whatever your mom says like and obviously like obviously you know when it comes like in terms of for example massaging her when she's tired or you know always just make your mom happy as much yeah, as you yeah. can you know and you know um he also mentioned to me you know that he you know he gave his mom 100% attention when he was young you know he would always do things for her he would always massage her you know do so many things and that's the only reason he became so successful so for me you know, always look after your mum. And trust me, my mum's done so much for me. I'll never be able to repay her back. I mean, I'll buy, I'm going to buy her a nice house, inshallah, a nice car. I'm going to retire her so she don't have to work. Because here's the thing, look, do you know what? I think the the reason why I was so, my my mentality is the way it is when it it comes to hustling is because when I was young, I watched my mum from about two years old. So my parents actually do fostering, right? Yeah. So my mum, when she came to the UK, um, she came alone. My dad was in Pakistan. And uh, for the first couple of years, my mum was here by herself. And uh, she started fostering. So she would look after refugees that come from war, torn countries, whatnot. They come here yeah. looking for That's asylum, so good, whatever. And uh, we look after boys from 15 to around 18 years old. And we still do it actually even up to today. We have, you know, we have three boys right now. We have one guy from Sudan and two from Kurdistan um, living with us. So yeah, I've watched my mum do it for the last 20 years. And she, she, she does, she's done fostering, childminding. And uh, on top of that, you know, other jobs, for example, she used to do radio presenting on the side. Um, she works at Gatwick Airport at the moment. Um, and she, she's just done so much. And at one point she worked three jobs just to put food in front of us, you know. So my like hustler mentality just comes from watching my mum. She's gone through so much and I could never pay her, like repay her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just hope, you know, inshallah, you know, one day soon I can just retire her completely. Um, buy her a nice house, no mortgage, nothing, um, you know, and buy her a nice car so she could just chill. Um, I mean, you know, childminding, she had to wash babies' nappies when they were at her house. Like she's, she's done some serious work. So she, like, she had to take, she had to, you know, wash babies' nappies when, when they were with us, when, you know, their parents left, um, 
the baby in our care. So yeah, um, yeah, I've seen my mom grow through loads. Um, she's superwoman, superwoman. Everyone's so. mom, superwoman to the middle of mad. Exactly, like I say. Today, if you're watching this, please just show your mom some appreciation. Like some people, they they may not have the best relationship with their parents right now, but trust me. Like when I was young, I hated my parents. I'm not gonna lie. I, w- I wouldn't say hated my parents, but just in case they're watching yeah. this, they beat me up in it. <laughs> you didn't see eye to eye with them. <laughs> yeah, like I just, you know, I wouldn't listen to them. I was young. I was this. I, I don't really care. I was, you know, and when they would tell me to do certain things, I was like, oh, why? Like, but now I understand, you know. Mm. Now I understand, you know, they were actually, um, they actually wanted good for me. And it's only now that I understand. And, you know, if I had listened to them when I was little, I probably would have achieved my success a little bit earlier. But at the end of the day, Alhamdulillah, 22, I'm still chilling. I'm still young. I still got a long time ahead of me. Um, but yeah, please show your parents some love, especially your mum. Go, go, go give her a massage. Go massage her feet, her legs, her shoulders, her back. Just go treat your mum. Trust me. And the thing is, when a mum prays for you, God will never not listen to your mum's prayer. Trust me. Yeah. And I've seen that work in different ways. Um, so... Yeah, that is pretty much success summed up as a whole. <laughs> what a so many, beautiful so many, podcast! I can't even lie to you. So so many different topics touched on, just for one word, success. So yeah, yeah this is crazy. And people just come to my Instagram and they just think, "Oh, rich parents are scammer." They don't, <laughs> but people don't understand how much goes on behind the scenes. No, your story is touching, man. Like, you know what? I would have I would have dived into some deeper stories. That's going to come on part two because 100% bro. Yeah, we have to do another podcast. But this is going to happen. In the future. Yeah, obviously in the future. This is like, yeah, in the plane. In the plane. <laughs> in the plane, exactly. Because I'm planning to get GoPros and recording equipment myself that we can actually put on in the plane that will be, you know, mounted onto the windows. Yeah, and yeah, so everything's, you know, secure. Um, and we'll do a proper podcast in the plane. That but it's just, I, you know what? I don't know what to buy and where to. Obviously, I know the main thing I need to buy is the GoPro, GoPros, yeah. but in terms of mics and recording. The I'll help you out, bro. Help All me right. out. <laughs> Literally, bro. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much it um, yeah. in terms of the podcast. Yeah, if you if you want to meet us, just send him a DM, send me a DM. If you want to come for an investment opportunity at my office, hit me up. Please, if there's anyone big watching Raheem right now, Hit up CEO Cast and get a podcast done. I yeah. want this page to grow. I want this see. I want CEO Cast to grow. That's the plan. That's the plan. So, yeah, man. Go. On, um, let me wrap it up there then. So cool. yeah, um, and, uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed that podcast, man. Like I seriously did. And if you want to follow us, follow us, uh, CEO Cast. You can also follow my personal journey at Raheem Ka. And make sure you follow Bearded Pilot, man. Make sure you follow my guy Ali. He's sick. You know, you heard his story. Go Appreciate see his that, story bro. now. Appreciate that, bro. Do you know what? Some people don't even believe my story. Some people don't even think I'm 22. It's crazy. Yeah, Some people think I'm like 30. It's the beard. But trust me, 23rd of September, 1997. That's my date of birth. I'm 22. Check the facts. You might as well give away your whole ID. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well, innit? Here's my... No, I'm joking. That's it, bro. What do you think of that podcast, though? Bro, banging. Um, yeah, bro. This is sick. sick yeah. No, I yeah. love for that, bro, man. Appreciate bro. it. Proper. You could put this in the bloopers, innit?